All right, we're back. Pete and Brian back on the Evil Dead uh, Rise wrap-up. Spoiler podcast. Spoilers. Yeah, we are. Uh, we don't have a correction or omission or correction or... Uh, I don't believe that for a I don't minute. have one ready. What have you done wrong? I'm sure it's something. Think think hard. Did you feed your dogs today? I have dogs. Oh, that's not good. You did last summer. That to was- be fair, I haven't known that for a long time, so this might not be a problem. All right, then I think you're in the clear. Uh, we do, we do, we can do our Nicolas Cage update, if I remember which button it is. If I don't, this will be funny. You listen to me. You're Nick fucking... Wow, Cage! It's longer than I expect every time. It, that's, that counts as funny. That's funny. The... That it's long? Mm-hmm. No, I just that it was right before it started. You said uh, it'll be funny if it if it isn't, but it was, and it's still funny. Well, I'm not sure if I ever deleted out that Evil Dead TV commercial, so we could have just been sitting here for 45 seconds listening to a recap. If it's the theme, not so really, because it's that. a different movie. Same thing. It's Nicholas Cage update. Yeah, oh, Nicholas Cage. Do you have one? Yeah, apparently his movie did not do well. That is true. That makes me sad. And then the internet told me that after you told me that yesterday. Well, it costs $65 million to make. And it is of today, which is Uh, April? Sure. 22nd? 1992. There was a riot on the street. Tell me where we're If it was 1992, Renfield would have only made $12.7 million less than it's made so far. (laughs) Because it has not done well. I don't know your math. Well, it hadn't come out in 1992. Oh, okay. But it wasn't (laughs) that much bigger a bomb in 92 as it is in 2023. All right. It's a very unfortunate result. I feel like he didn't get a big bump from us talking about him every week. The bump's coming. The scare value bump, right? It's a thing. It's it has happening. to be. Right? Go Nicolas Cage. Go hey. watch his movies. Anyone who's listening. We, we've talked about, we rarely talk about movies before they come out, but like we talked about Scream 6 before it came out. That was a huge hit. So we talked about Evil Dead Rise before it came out. Maybe that'll be a big hit too. Maybe uh, that's how it works. I think that is how it works. We'll see. Claim victory after the fact. How would you claim victory before the fact? That's just that's how everybody claims victory. Isn't that how we win presidencies? I, well, I guess I guess that's not how like Bush claimed victory the one time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Ne- never mind. I take that back. All right. See, so there's you, your correction. There you go. Correction and apologies. <laughs> All right. Moving on. I, I apologize on behalf of the Bush administration. <laughs> Which one? Yep. So, uh, Evil Dead Rise is out. By the time you listen to this, it's been out a week. Hopefully, doing better than Renfield. I hope. I feel so. really bummed that Renfield bombed. I, I liked it. I'm sad inside. I'm going to see it because Nick Cage, but also, Brent, it's it's fun. It looks fun. It was fun. All right. Then I I'm just, in. I was surprised. I'm going to see it. I was a little surprised at Bomb. That's why I'm talking about I feel like horse and it's already starting to be oversaturated. On a, on a cool down? Yeah, it's oversaturated a bit. Oh, no. I don't like that. Yeah. Because then you have the Marvel effect where I'm just tired of it now. Imagine if like four Marvel movies came out every week for four months. That's that's what we are, I guess. Uh, that, that's pretty accurate, mm-hmm. I think, if you add in the TV shows for the last couple of years. I guess that's true. So, Evil Dead Rise. Today we can talk all about spoilers. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I liked it. Spoiler alert, I watched the whole thing. That's true. And I, that's it. And I had to pee the entire time. And it was less than one day ago, so my hopes are your memory is good. Are we going to play the trailer game that you teased? Ooh, the trailer game. I was thinking about it, and the only thing I really remember is there were not a lot of horror films right. attached to there it. There were two horror trailers. There I was think. the one with the guy. I've never seen the franchise. Yes, the one with the guy. The, the one starring with the guy. guy. 
you know, uh, Patrick. Patrick Wilson. I was going to say Warburton, but not him. Insidious the Red Door. Yes. I've never seen anything in it. He's the Conjuring guy too, right? Yes. Okay. I turned to you after the trailer was over and I said, doesn't make me feel great that there's a legacy sequel to a movie that came out when it was still hurting me to get out of a car. Because this is 10 years after the first one, and it's very much a legacy sequel. Everyone, where they are in their new lives, and, and oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. calls back to the first one. And it's like, this is too soon for one of these. This this is, this is makes me feel very old. Because that first movie came out when I was 33. Man, the first time, I think it was Tucker and Dale versus Evil, when they said, on this spot, 20 years ago, and they started playing Bust a Move. And yeah. I said, that's not 20 years. Oh, yeah. That was hurtful. But that was my moment. That hurt me, and I didn't even remember it. All right. So that was one of the trailers. Right, the other, tra- would you remember the other horror trailer? Uh, not for a million dollars, do you? I thought I did. Now I'm. Uh, yes. Oh, Boogeyman. Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Uh, that failed to register. It looked all right. The Boogeyman, which I read uh, yesterday. So this is our Boogeyman it's a update. Book. Quick Boogeyman update. Uh, the quick Boogeyman update. I read that they recut the movie because people were quote screaming too much at the screener at the uh, screenings, and they were missing what they called key plot <laughs> moments. And I, I, I'm going to unquote right, right there because I have commentary on that. Bullshit. Uh, that is I a, look forward to the that is, that is a straight marketing device, but it's a bad one because it's telling you they made the movie worse. Well, then you have the director, right? The director's cut that they always stick in That's why they're doing it, I'm guessing. But I feel like you've already hurt anticipation well, from horror fans from seeing your movie. Well, didn't we have that problem with Megan where the director's cut that we were told explicitly like, hey, I got one already made that's better. Yeah. And then it really And I guess not. it is, but I watched it. There's like three seconds of stuff, which is more violent and that's fine. There's more blood, but it's only three seconds. It doesn't change anything. This is like we had to take out some of the jump scares because people were screaming. Like, okay. First of all, what's the point of this movie? Secondly, I do not buy that there was any important plot device that they were... Plot summaries they were missing in the aftermath this movie is called the boogeyman it's about something that's in the darkness that is the plot of the movie there's no zombie directed no because everybody wasn't dirty and and swearing at each other and looking like they hated their lives all right that's a discussion for another day all right so that's boogeyman that was two then there was i think two superhero movies yep we got the flash oh yeah the flash i forgot about blue beetle yep um good for them and then i feel we got those because this is a wb movie so we got WB trailers. Only WB trailers. I, I like The Flash, I guess. It looked interesting. I, I guess. It's, I just, it's Michael Keaton. That's what right, it is. Right. That's what my lords, old people uh, draw, I guess. Go, Michael Keaton. Uh, then it, The Blue Beetle looked fine. It's got the kid from The, the Cobra Kai, which I like. So I'm going to be interested in seeing that. And then there was a Ben Affleck movie, oh God, which so I believe is a sequel to The Accountant. It could be. But I've only ever seen that last seven minutes. For anyone who hasn't heard in the previous podcast. I wish this movie was called The Accountant, The Next Seven Minutes. Okay. If you haven't heard before, there's a movie called The Accountant starring Ben Affleck. Just watch the last seven minutes and tell me what the plot of that movie is. Yeah. So this movie could very well be the sequel, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, because I don't remember what it's called, but it's Ben Affleck doing and, stuff. And Buffalo's own William Fickner. <gasps> William Fickner was I met him once. Yeah. I, I had, He was filming at the college I was working at, and I had to go do some of the uh, electrical stuff for him, or mm-hmm. like for the, the crew, and he came by, and we were supposed to shake hands, but my hand was all cut up, and I'm like, uh, so we, we elbow bumped. It's weird that you were doing electrical work as a tenured professor. Yes, I know. I like to, you know, cut my hands up. Uh, <laughs> this is explains why you were so bad at it. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> why I wasn't really supposed to be there. But, yeah, okay, so anyway, that was that one. So I look Do you remember to what the movie he was filming was? Uh, Cold River? Something River. 
Cold River. You know who else was in it? Kim Coates. I, I did like not Kim get, Coates. I like Kim Coates, too. I like William Fickner. I like William Fickner a lot. Yeah. yeah. But um, That was me ranking them, I guess. <laughs> I did not get to meet Kim Coates, though. He was I like not Kim there. Coates. He was in All Stakeland, right. which is really good. I watched Stakeland, too. That's that a was good, a fun movie. He's really good in it. Yep. Okay, but we're talking about Evil Ted. So are we done with trailers? Is that, I think that was the only five. Maybe there were five. I guess I won that. Uh, but well, there could have been a sixth one. I don't remember. I don't either. I have, all right. I have to go to the movies all the time for these things and see more movies. So I see the same trailers over and over. So this was the second time where, after Scream 6, we went and saw a horror movie, and it was like limited horror trailers. Because I think they think it's more mainstream, which is weird when you think about it. Because Evil Dead Rise is bloody and gory and... All the things that Evil Dead is. Where Scream 6, I understood it better. Okay. Because that's a movie that was going to make $100 million and and appeals to masses more, I think, than Evil Dead Rise does. Well, I'm sure of that. Yeah, okay. But, oh boy, because Evil Dead, right? Evil Dead's got its own cult at this point, yeah. right? Like, you, know what, a... you know what the main uh, uh, characteristic of a cult is? It's not that big. Hmm. <laughs> that's A cult following is not a huge following. That is literally why it's designated a cult following. You and your definition. Yeah. Always trying to trip me up. That's me. I'm Webster. <laughs> you do look a little short. Yep. All right. Where were you? Now you're distracting me. Um, well, Evil we were, Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead Rise. All right. I I will say after watching the 2013 one, I came in and seeing the trailers for Rise, I came in expect. Oh, by the way, I think it should have been set in a bakery because then it's Evil Dead Rise, and that would have been fun. But no, moving on. Well, it was in a high-rise. Well, uh, still bakery. It was in a deluxe apartment in the sky. I've made that joke somewhere in my writing, and I don't remember where, so if you find it, good for you. It's an Easter egg for you. uh, An Easter egg on the internet? The only reason I remember it is that I remember thinking, that's really clever, and then thinking, like, nobody will notice. (laughs) So now I've called it out. Always so proud. I'm very proud of yourself. I'm very proud of it. Okay. But I was expecting it after the 2013 one to be super intense. Like yeah. that one, I don't remember any humor in the 2013 version. None. It was just straight horror. Yeah, this one had moments where it played it for for humor. It was comedy, which I because I you know coming in, it's it's a build up. It's a you know a nice slow build up. Get you try to get you interested in the characters and the relationships and you know care. And I thought I would care about having children around. I really right. did. I think. I don't remember when they get, uh, when the first, what, the children get infected? Uh-huh. Was that after they had done the hallway scene where everyone's Yes, I being believe hurt? it was. I think by doing the humor, yeah. that set me up for, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm okay. There's a hallway scene that takes place uh, with a character looking through a peephole. And I don't know if it was before or after now. No, no, because she was locked out, right? So the daughter, the. the oh, yeah, you didn't, she hadn't turned completely she hadn't into turned, a thing. Right. She was she, in the kitchen, yeah. you know. So. Uh, it takes place uh, through, with a little girl looking through people, and it's just like it is that slapsticky kind of uh, violence. Oh yeah, where it was just great. in frame, and then suddenly like she gets blown away with a shotgun, and the next thing you know, like an eye gets ripped out. It's all happening just and through somebody people. chokes on an eyeball. Yeah, it, it, that doesn't happen to other people, I don't think. But yeah, but yeah, that's it's what I'm saying. Like by putting the humor and by shifting the tone, I'm like, oh, okay. So then when they start, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little upset that the mother did not collect the whole set of children. I was kind of rooting for it at one point. I'm like, ooh, yeah, I hope she gets it. This is my question. This is kind of what I wrote about, too. Usually in horror movies, we're conditioned to be like, well, when you're 17 or older, you're just fodder. We don't care about your lives anymore. You are, you are supposed to be punished. Yeah, and yeah absolutely. 
But I mean, could you ever put a number yeah. on the older two kids' ages? No, one could drive. I assumed like sixteen. That's and what 15 I thought. Or fourteen. And, that was one, my guess. One could drive. Yeah, and, yeah. and she he oh. said to the sister, "You should get a license." So yeah. I think they're trying to tell you like they're at least sixteen. Maybe. But the All difference right. is, I caught that too. The difference is these characters are not presented like the partying sex crazed should be getting killed by an unknown person. Right. These are cherub-faced young people who need their mommy, and their mommy is coming to kill them. And it was very different than I've seen in a horror movie. But I think it pulls in the things I like. Like, there was horror, like legitimate horror, and they do the creepy. But then they put the comedy. The comedy was so out of left the comedy field was for good. me yeah. that I did. I, it undercuts it. I'll it makes it a better movie than the first, I don't than think, the remake, I think. I don't think the movie would have held up if it had gone straight horror. Right. I just don't think they could have done it. So I think by putting that little a little pop of something else, it at least gives it a twist. Because it's a darker story than the other oh, much four. Darker. It's a mother who has been who has you know, she has all the answers and she's there for she loves her kids and she's there for them and then now she's like the thing they have to run away from. That's terrifying as an idea. Yeah. So they played it for fun more than well, they had to. Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, they could have gone the 2013 route, and I guess that's what I expected. I don't think did. it would have been good. But that's what I'm saying too. I think they. I think it would have been have the, like I don't think the there's anything is too much, but I think it would have been, it would have been right on that line. That's what I thought we were walking yeah. into because of the 2013 and because of the trailers for this one. I legitimately thought so. I was completely blown away, and I got I really did enjoy it. I did like, too. It was just it was fun. There were parts that you know were more enjoyable than others. Yeah, um, there, I, it took a little bit to get going. Yeah, uh, because did. I didn't end up caring about the characters as much as the time they put into it. Yep. I don't know well, whose fault that is, but. Like I, those kids to me, like the two older kids, they're just interchangeable to me. I didn't have any opinion on them either way. I was on there. I was rooting for them because you're supposed to. I'll identify with all the... You well, know. I didn't want the mother to kill them. This okay. is what I said to you in the brief thing we talked about yesterday. We're introduced to these this family. It's three kids, the mother, and then the mother's sister. So their aunt comes back. And then we meet like four people that live in the building. And I thought, oh, this is what the movie is going to be. It's going to be, these are the people that are going to get murdered. The other people are just going to be in danger. And then they, they dispatch in that hallway scene all of the neighbors uh -huh. in like two minutes. And I thought, well, <laughs> that's not what this is going to be. And then they start murdering children. Right. What, what, what did you think about the callbacks to like Evil Dead and I Army thought of Darkness? There's three, well, there's, I guess, yeah, three major ones line-wise that stuck out. Two of them I thought worked. Perfectly. Which two were? The two that worked great were, I'll Swallow Your Soul worked for me. And, okay. That worked great when she tells her tells her sister, I'll Swallow Your Soul. That's the, when the Yeah, that mother, was fine. That worked. It's a when nice all thing. of the bodies start saying Dead by Dawn. That's that fun. That was awesome. The Dead by Dawn is fun. But it was also the moment where the movie ratcheted up to the next level. And I thought, when they get in the elevator and it's full of blood and all of them are coming to kill them. When everyone's staring at them saying Dead by Dawn, Dead by Dawn. That worked. That was the best one of the movie. That, that was, was cool. perfect. Right. The one they throw in at the end did not work. The come get some? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The setup wasn't right. Nobody said anything where that makes the perfect sense to reply to. I remember what she said. I don't either. It, it was disjointed. It wasn't right. And she's saying it to her sister. And it wasn't, it's just like, this is not, it wasn't earned. The other ones felt like, yeah, I'm in that well, world. Well, it worked. It, it's a nice, again, it's a nice callback. It's not the actress's fault. It was no. the, it was just like that they did it. I didn't, I didn't think it needed to be no. put in. Uh, I think you, you nailed it with the first two. Leave it alone. I love the, the Dead by Dawn one. That was one of my favorite moments of the movie because you have a hallway full of deadites rising and they're just turned to look at them as they're trying to get away, trying to get in the elevator and they're just all yelling, Dead by Dawn, Dead by Dawn. Right. It's like that yeah. was awesome. Super cool. That's, it's, it was fun. It had the gore. It had the creepiness. It had, you know, comedy. 
No, it had everything know. you want in an Evil Dead movie. I don't know what I wanted, but I like it. Like that's what I started the review by saying was uh, the written review by saying was it at its core it's an Evil Dead movie. That's the most important thing okay. it had to be. But it's also at this point with five movies, the highest compliment I can give because they're all great. Yeah, it was. I I glad that I took some time to think on it because walking out of the theater, I still wasn't sure because it was such a different film than what I had gone yes. in expecting. To watch. Yeah, it was. It's. I said it was totally somewhere in between the Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Because it does have the the it is not Army of Darkness like, no, it's and it's not, not even Evil Dead remake like. It is just the it's like if there was a movie made between those two, this is what I think it would have felt like, where it hasn't gone completely over the top comedy yet. I mean, in the in the best way, because it's Evil yeah. Dead too, and it has it isn't pure low budget horror. It's just there's horror, but it is funny, but it hasn't tipped yet to like that perfect pitch perfect horror comedy that Evil Dead 2 is. It's like it feels like a bridge between the two, which hey. is kind of my favorite feeling for the franchise. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. I just had a thought that popped something you said, but I lost it now, so that doesn't help. Well, let's talk about uh, the thing that I thought was the best part of the movie was the mother. I think she's the best deadite that we ever had in the series. I Yes. I, 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 don't, I won't use those strong words because I haven't thought about I, it. Before. I thought about it for a while. I have not, but I will say she stood out. She was great as she a deadite. Was, that's a gopher-broke performance I, of I just pure chaos and fun. awesome to watch. Yeah. I, I, that's what I want in my deadites, especially her. Again, that is the taunting of her children. Yes. The, the drug. Like, that should have been, like, awful for me, but I found myself going, yay, go deadites. You're the worst. She was incredible, I thought, and... Like, yeah, like you said, like, it's not just that she's physically trying to harm these children. It's that she knows their insecurities and fears and weaknesses, and she's just preying on them verbally. And it's like, this is great. And keep in mind, I am the weakest, softest person there is when it comes to children. Like, I, I, what was the one, the Dr. Sleep, the sequel to... Uh, there's this child torture scene because the the bad guy vampires if you torture them they taste better kind of deal and I had to stop and fast forward. Well, they're psychic vampires. I read the goddamn books. Okay. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Now? Yeah, they were stealing the shining from the yes. kids. The shining. The shining. <laughs> Don't want to get sued. But I had to fast forward. I sat there and I had to put because I'm like I can't I can't I can't look at this stuff. Like that's the level I'm at. It took me. Two tries to watch it, the remake part yeah. one, because I'm like I started watching. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember what happens in the opening scene, and I turned it off, and I had to like mentally prepare a few days later. But I did not mind this movie. You know what? That's a good comparison, not to the movie, but to the character, because uh, Pennywise uh, is a good comparison almost to this to the mother to the mother, because she is she is kind of the same. There's psychological horror going on before the violent horror, but then it can go snap in an instant and become this violent thing. And uh, that's why I think like her performance is just incredible. Yeah, because it it carries not it carries the movie, but it, like it, it's the most interesting thing in the movie, and it's all over the movie. But it doesn't stay just the mother, and that no yep. final idea was crazy. You know what? That was you never watched the color out of space. No. Yeah, another Nick Cage masterpiece. The the creature at the end is very similar to that. Yeah. So the, the the two kids that she's managed to kill her two older kids who she's turned into deadites rip her open and crawl inside of her to form a spider-like family monster. And I was sitting there going, this is new. <laughs> That's what this happened though, in, uh, oh. in the Colorado space. Yeah. So I saw it there too. But it's a cool, and I feel like it's probably been done like everywhere. I'm I sure, don't, but like, I didn't expect everything. it to happen in this movie. It was cool because this one was crawling around. It was in, in the Colorado space, it's pure horror. You yeah. know, like body morphing horror kind of thing. This one, it was like, oh no, look at that monster. I genuinely expected the entire time for those kids to be fine. 
somehow. Oh, because really? we've seen this happen in this thing. Ash has become a deadite and he comes back. Mia has become a deadite. She comes back. I just expected huh. the kids would get away. I never, not once in my mind did it occur to me that they might somehow be okay. I thought when the girl yes. was first infected, I thought, oh, she'll no, find a way back. I thought you were going to say, when the little girl puts uh, a stake through her head, mm. uh, I thought, well, how is she going to be okay? She's no. got a hole in the back of her head. But I, but I still was like, the rules of this franchise are a little loose. Like, right. the mother's going to somehow... It'll be defeated, and then they'll be fine, or she'll sacrifice herself in some way and be fine. And like, nope, that's not what happened. They got put into a into a what is that? A wood chipper? For some yeah, reason? yeah, the wood grinder, wood, grinder. wood chipper, whatever. One of those things. The yeah. things they uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It gets and... very bloody, as Evil Dead movies should. Mm-hmm. The gore was there. The practical effects were fun, and like you said, the the deadite, the mother was fantastic. She was great. This was aside from Army of Darkness. There weren't really one protagonist or antagonist deadite, right? Like, no, that's why I think helped her a lot was that she's if she's not the best, she's the most sustained and uh, I, if you can hear that, Kitty's trying not to join the podcast. She very quietly walked down the stairs. Now she's scolding us. Yeah. She didn't want to be on the podcast. She also didn't see the movie. That's true. Do you have any Evil Dead Rise thoughts? I haven't seen it. Ah, that's good. That's usually what Pete gives me. Oh. No, mine's I don't remember. That's true. No, I don't remember. No. Seeing it, maybe I fell asleep. All right. That's all I got. I do have from, we have a friend. She's Nick. tiptoeing up the stairs and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very funny to uh, watch in the background of her like. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh, yeah, I got to find it. It was, we have a friend named Ken, who I, I think I'm going to dub our foreign correspondent. Oh, good. He went and saw Evil Dead Rise, like, our time right now. So he just got back and he sent me a text. In Taiwan? In Taiwan. So our foreign correspondent, Ken Barnes, this is his review of Evil Dead Rise. Um, oh, good. We're going to find <clears throat> out if Pete can read. Yeah, here we go, right? Uh, That's the... Really good. Gore as hell. Kind of an awesome setup for the next one, Evil Dead Rise Again, assuming that's the title. Liked the book and record discovery and use a lot. The end kill was pretty badass. 8.5 out of 10. I could be convinced up or down by half a point. Gory. Not sure if you saw it, but I would rank Smile a bit higher. Not as gory, but more suspenseful. That was my top movie last year. But still, Evil Dead Rise? Pretty damn good. Kim gave it a 9. Better than Smile, she says. That that is his review. I agree. It was better than Smile. We got to have Kim on the podcast. <laughs> All right, and oh, he is apparently trying to sign into the web or the website. Oh, it's, do I have to fix something? Okay. Oh, we'll get to that offline. All right, he. All right, so that's that's what we got. That is the review from overseas. Wow, that's a foreign correspondent. We Ken. foreign correspondent Ken. Yes, there you go. Is he in the Barbie movie? This Ken is from Taiwan. He is blonde. That's true. Could be. Yeah. I, I don't know Barbie stuff, so. No, I, there's a whole that marketing ad with oh, this with Barbie, this Ken. I have no idea what that movie's about, but it seems like there's a lot of people, or that's just the marketing campaign. I have no clue. I think it's just the marketing campaign. I don't know either. <clears throat> I probably won't see it. So uh, he talked about a sequel. I didn't really see much that they were leaving. I assume the... Uh, I guess there are characters that have it out there, yeah. Well, you know, the... the the hell is that thing that flies in the sky at the very beginning the drone yeah so the movie begins when it seems like we're running through the woods the same way we've seen all the evil dead movies with the evil coming 
and it turns out to just be a drone because some dickheads <laughs> do a drone, which I really loved. It was fun. And um, I completely forgot that the beginning happened yes. because of the prologue the is takes place after the movie. One day later, to give them a, a cool wraparound ending where we see where why the Evil Dead is uh, infecting people at this lake. We see after all of the carnage that happens in the the building, oh, high rise, yeah. One of the characters that we see in the opening, the one who's sick and infected, uh, is leaving from the fifth floor from as the, opposed to uh, yes. the thirteenth. Because they're tra- they're trapped in the building, they can't leave, which yep. makes it which is what makes it great because the mother's here and we can't get out. Yes. <laughs> so the next day when they can get out, because there was an earthquake, the next day when they can get out, she's going on her little vacation. And we already know from the beginning that she's going to become a deadite and kill everybody. And uh, pretty badass coming out of the water. And that's, I guess, the scene. Yeah, that's the one you see. I guess it could be. I just thought it was a a way to be like, wait for them to end this movie. But we don't know what they're doing with this franchise. No, I read today that that there was preliminary talks that uh, Lee Cronin, who directed this movie, said there's preliminary talks about him working with uh, Fetty Alvarez, who made the last one, and Sam Raimi on putting all those characters together. That dream project, the, the survivor, the Mias, the... The oh, uh, Beth the, from this movie and, and uh, Ash. I guess he, but he, <laughs> he reiterated not, like one week ago that he is never doing it again. Yeah, but then he he got that text. But from this was after Raymond. that. Oh, he did. He said after that he's like, I'm. Well, done. I didn't see that, so that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Nope, that's not that's not Bruce Campbell news. I'll, I'll tell you when there's Bruce Campbell news. That's gonna oh, be my gotta, new segment. Now I got to pull a Bruce Campbell quote. <laughs> well, if I get there, ooh, there's so many. How could you pick one? Has he ever been in a movie with Nicolas Cage? <sighs> That's what the internet's for. I don't think he does. I think we would. I think we would talk about it every day if it happened. I feel I would have known, but there's a good. I'm still working through. There was a good stretch of like 15 years where I was like, I don't like this Nicolas Cage fella. He used to be an actor. Is this your Nicolas Cage update? This this is just you know personal feelings I need to unload because I always need to apologize for doubting him for those 15 years because he was always good. Yeah. So uh, what was the other thing he said? Um, Who Nicolas Cage? No, our foreign correspondent Ken. Ken. I don't know. I've got the text. So oh, I Smile. I, I didn't like I Smile as much. Smile. I thought Smile was good, uh, but it's very much just, it, not just, it's very much The Ring, and it follows in just that, the, the same investigative horror, and I enjoyed it, and it was, it, it the, the thing that was great about that movie is that the director really knew when to do jump scares and when not to, to okay. sustain the tension of like, it's got to happen, it's got to happen, and it doesn't happen. He was really good at that, and I really liked the movie, and it was a giant hit, and it's going to be a sequel of the franchise. Uh I didn't like it as much as this one, though. But it's scarier than this one. Okay. Because this was I, this I was haven't that, seen it, so I can't offer. Because we've talked before, the Evil Dead movies aren't really scary so much. The okay. first one was the intense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Intense. It wasn't. Yeah. I this guess is more. Are they going to do this? And then usually, like, yeah, they did it. Well, scares really only come from it's either suspense or the shitty jump scares, right? Yeah. Like, and I they don't, don't do those. Right. I don't normally get creeped out by something. I'm, you know, like, oh no, the deadites have taken over. But they want to have more fun than that. Yeah, well, they should. That's what I. That's what works for me. Because apparently, what I found doing this podcast is I like humor in my horror. Yeah, that is my. Thing. It, it did say it, what we said before. It happened. Like there was more humor in this movie, which really was necessary because I think that it was a much darker movie. Well, I don't know if it was necessary, but I appreciate it. For me, it made it a an enjoyable movie that I'm not traumatized by. Do you think? Because I think the same. I think Lee Cronin wrote and directed it. Do you think that he? like started and he's like oh i've got like the sickest idea a mother's gonna be a deadite and then kill her kids and then he's like maybe i gotta throw some jokes in here <laughs> not even jokes just some gags. i don't know i think there are certain type of people who turn to certain franchises who just that's yeah. the way they are they're like i am gonna again i don't know i don't know what this man did i'm just saying what i'm thinking i think i like the franchise because that's how i think so i'd probably write something kind of in that style we had two guests on this podcast today 
We Did had we? we had Silent Kitty and we had Ken Burns or Ken our uh, foreign correspondent. Yeah, good old KB the foreign correspondent who's trying to get to our website. We'll, we'll work on that, buddy. Ten four, <laughs> over and out. I don't know how the uh, Taiwanese uh, web servers work, websites work. If you have to put in different things, I don't, I don't know how anything works overseas. Oh, well, he said he found it. Yeah. Oh, he's also playing the harmonica now, and he's got stuff on like the Spotify. Oh, I know I got to get a Ken Corn Correspondent update. It's Midnight Sun, and it is pretty cool if you like harmonicas. So, so I know I know you won't rank. Up. I know you won't rank movies because you're a killjoy. But yes, uh, or, I think you enjoyed this more than the 2013 one, right? Because of, because of the humor, because of the. Uh, see, enjoyed, not thought was gonna, better. <clears throat> it's tough to rank things right after because then I'm going to change my ranking. I might that's, change it half an hour from now. That's allowed. Is it? Yeah. Then why are you making me commit to something? Uh, right now, I liked it better than the 2013 one. But, but that but, 2013 one was good for what it was, right? Which one would you think you would sit down and watch? I'd watch Mother again. Dead Rise. Oh, yeah, It's not Rise. called Mother. It's called Mother, goddammit. All the trailers. Although... That would be great because then this could be called Motherfucker. Little <laughs> Dead Motherfucker. All right. <laughs> they got to call me, not Fetty Alvarez and Mother Lee Cronin. Lover, and we can make it PG-13. And then there was that song, Space Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Ooh, Bruce Campbell were acting. We could bring him in. His voice, I guess, because he doesn't want to get into shape. Right. Well... Yeah, I meant Bruce Willis, but... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too many Bruces in my life. I got some bad news for you in the Bruce Willis update. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't look forward to that one. All right, so I think we've covered everything we got. Are you anything else to say about Evil Dead Rise? I liked it. Not what I expected, but it is a good Evil Dead movie once again, as we keep coming back to. They don't miss. They, I guess not. I'm good for them. Yeah, it's five great movies and great TV show. They don't miss. No. So go watch it. Check it out if you like that. If not, go watch something else. And uh, somebody get to Taiwan and help Ken, uh, our foreign correspondent, Ken, figure out how to use the website. Yeah, or, yeah, because I can't do it. I, well, no, I'm... I'm you know what? I'm going to put him in touch with tech support. Oh. That's my child's. I'm going to put both of them on the phone with them and have them talk him through it and see how it goes. I was going to say, I think Ken knows tech better than us, so he's probably the tech support. Oh, yeah. So just it's going to be a, a loop. Look, that's two titles we're giving them. Let's talk off air when we're done. Like, is this going to cost more money? Like, do, 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 you want, do you want more titles? Do, we have to, do you want to do any, more things? I don't want any titles. You don't even want to do this? I see what you're saying. I don't want to do yeah. this. All right. Soon he's going to be podcast co-host. Okay. Ken. Well, we'll have a passion call for Taiwan. After that, he's oh. going to be podcast host Ken. <laughs> That'll just be. That'll be Ken talking to Ken. If there's a problem, he can call be Ken. The Ken show. The Ken show. Ken be Ken. Yeah. Well, all right. I like it. I hope he never hears this. But don't tell him. Something tells me with his with his ability to find things, he, he won't. All right. Don't all right. let him know. But all right. So right. scarevalue.com, everyone. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, scarevalue. Etsy. We're doing some fun things on Facebook, which is me posting the things that I write. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I've gotten more people to like it lately. Ooh, I don't go on Facebook often. But strangers, when I do. Strangers on a train. Exchanging glances. Strangers on a train. That's all I got. I was hoping that would go on forever. Oh, I'm sorry to disappoint. All right. Bye, Ken. Bye.